Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Dunlap, your host with me today. Terry has joined me from Litify, and I'm going to have Terry tell you about Litify and himself. They're a, a services company that primarily focuses in the legal industry for lawyers and law firms. So really appropriate to have them on the show. I know we've got a lot of lawyers that listen to the show. And I think what we're going to find interesting are the challenges Litify is faced in growing their technology company and the advice Terry might share with our listeners about what they can do to better their business. And, you know, based on his experience, uh, maybe what he has learned as a entrepreneur himself. So Terry, thanks for joining us on the show today. So you kind of heard where we do three segments here. And the first part of this is really asking you about Terry, where you came from and what you're all about and how you came to be part of Litify and how Litify was started and what Litify is. Uh, and you don't have to bundle that all together. I'm happy, happy to go back and forth with you, but that's what we're doing here. Excellent. Thanks, Tom, and, and appreciate you having me on. Um, as Tom said, my name is Terry Dorman. I'm a co-founder at Litify. We are a services business, a legal technology business um, that started almost six years ago now. Uh, actually, next month will be six years. Our mission really is to transform the way legal services are delivered and really democratizing technology that's out there for the legal space. So I, I don't think I'm surprising any of the lawyers on the phone where I'm saying when I'm saying that uh, not necessarily the most avant-garde or razor's edge in terms of technology, if anything, maybe a little bit reluctant and resistant. Um, but our mission since our beginning has been, let's take amazing technology and process and best practices and sort of modernize the way that that law firms and legal professionals and corporate legal departments and the public sector and really any anywhere there's lawyers and their teams can we bring this great process and technology to them so they can automate what they can automate and, and have more transparency and kind of operate the, West, the, the way the rest of these different um, professionals work today and, and really embrace that. So that's been our mission. Um, we've grown pretty handily in, in the last six years and the market's really received us well. Um, we're thankful for that. Uh, as you mentioned, Tom, you know, we've, we definitely had, have challenges. We have challenges today and we've had challenges along the way. Um, which I'm happy to go into, but uh, my, me personally, my history is really in technology sales. I've been you know various companies prior to being at Litify. Um, I was at Salesforce, which is you know, everybody knows is a really sort of um, successful cloud business. That experience there for almost six years really prepared me to, to cr help create Litify and build a great team around me. So Terry, how did you meet your other co-founders? Like, what was the genesis of Litify? Were you having drinks one day or did somebody reach out and say, hey, I would really like to do something great for lawyers, which is a weird thing to, to think out of the blue, but, uh, or, hey, there's a lot of money in the legal industry and it's really screwed up when it comes to technology. They're living in the 1800s. We can fix this. What, what was the genesis of Litify? It was a little bit of both of those things, actually, Tom. It's funny you put it that way because it really, really is. And 
I, I'll give you a, sort of the um, the background of, of a few players involved, a few founders, and how how the how it came to be was uh, again. My, I was at Salesforce, and for and prior to Salesforce, I had sold into the legal space and found it to be challenging but rewarding. And and uh, so my time while I was there. I was trying to figure out how to take this this amazing platform in Salesforce and bring it to uh, the legal community and could never quite do it because the, the the technology just didn't speak the language. It was more geared towards sales and services and marketing and even R&D and some of those elements, but it didn't speak in the language of matters and cases and conflict checking and it just didn't inherently do that. So um, I was looking for a way to do it and with not, without too much success. That changed. Um, when I met one of our clients came to us, a large law firm came to us and said that they wanted to rebuild their whole architecture on Salesforce because they had the same exact thought. They knew that it was possible. They knew it could be done. Right. Um, and then two meetings in, uh, my co-founders, Ruben and Steven and a few other guys, you know, and they were at this law firm and had legal backgrounds. Um, two meetings in, I, I realized that we were not just talking about technology for that firm. I said, there's an absolute market opportunity here. If we can, we can really take this, this and productize it and productize not just the tech, but the approach and, and sort of the, the philosophy, if you will, um, around it, we, we really had something. So that, that sort of kernel of an idea started really blooming. And, and, um, and I told my wife I wanted to leave uh, Salesforce, which she almost killed me because she loved that business as much as I did. And it was a great business and stock was going up and to the right and everything was phenomenal. But we really did see the opportunity, to your point, to say, we can fix what's going on in legal right now. We can actually take this approach and this, this tech and really help kind of modernize the way that lawyers think and the way that they work with their teammates and the way that they deliver services to their clients. And we knew that there was a obviously a good financial piece there as well, because there's no shortage of money in this space. It's just really how it's kind of spent and appropriated is, is one of the you know challenges we had. Um, so that's how it started. And then we, we just went out there and just started selling, frankly. Just started getting a few, you know, clients early on who were crazy enough to come on board with us, and yep. we learned we learned as much from them as they learned from us, and we built kind of built the product together, and just really evolved from from there, from law firms into, like I mentioned, corporate legal departments and insurance providers is a big push for us lately. Um, yeah. Really, again, anybody that has has legal matters and and litigation um, is someone that we can help. Gotcha. And how does your product compare with other products on the market? Like Clio is a big one and ProLaw, mm -hmm. which our firm used to use uh, by uh, Reuters and um, uh, Zola. There's a, there are a number of other platforms. How does it compare with those things? Are you on a Salesforce platform backbone or are you independent of Salesforce? No, we're, we're built on the Salesforce platform. That was the common thread amongst all the founders. And really our philosophy was let's leverage this, this not just the, the, the platform, but the ecosystem. Because there's an entire community of of engineers and consultants and tech vendors and other app, what's called app exchange, so people that sit yep. in the same environment that you can leverage once you're in that in that space. So we built entirely on that. So that is, that is a big differentiator for us, where we're built on this enterprise grade platform that really can do much beyond even what we're thinking about today. And and I always try to really convey that to clients, where it's like you know once you get really familiar with this platform. It's not just about matter management or document management. It could be about HR or facilities management or anything you want to do. You can fold it in here the way that this is inherently constructed. So um, we're built on that. That's a big differentiator for us. Um, we're, we're very targeted at, at firms who have an eye on efficiency, who have an eye on growth, who have an eye on kind of empowering the, the whole team. So from a Clio or some of the more traditional kind of point solutions, 
Um, I'm, they're great products out there. I don't want to say it that way, but they're a little bit limited in terms of what they can do. Um, for us, it's it's the whole concept of every person that's that's in that business or at that firm or a part of that group. You know, you can actually show them how the technology can make their job much better, much easier. Also, in, in conjunction with how their team's job looks, um, what okay. we really do is stress a lot of reporting and availability of data. So you can kind of see how everybody is kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. Um, and then it kind of just cascades up. So everybody along that, that path can see that we're all doing the right things. And then the, the last piece, I think, which is a huge differentiator for us, is that someone in the business, they can actually have their ideas matter. And what I mean by that is because we have at, at, one, at one side of the fence, we're, we're really standardizing and automating having the ability to do that for firms. So the stuff that can be tra- you know, really made um, standardized, you can. And, and you gain efficiency there, but you have to have the flexibility to handle the nuance of law. We know that there's, it's, it is a specialized practice. We know that, that there are different kinds of cases. Um, so you need to have that, again, that kind of concrete piece over here, then the ability to be flexible over here. And the way that we're constructed and the way that we leverage Salesforce gives clients the ability to do that. You know, we really kind of put that forward as, as, as pieces that we differentiate ourselves from the traditional players out there. Gotcha. Good, good sales effort there. So I like it. No way to way to describe it. Appreciate that. It's in my DNA, Tom. So I, you know, I have I, to I have to go I with understand. it. I I have things like that in my DNA too. And I sometimes I feel oh, I've got to rein that in a little bit when I'm dealing with clients. <laughs> Our next segment, we're going to close out today. But when we come back, um, if you could come back with a problem or a challenge that you faced, either at Litify or something you've seen that you think the audience could gain value from. I'm going to ask you about that and talk about how you resolve that problem. And, uh, you know, we'll hit that on the next section of the Black Letter Podcast. For everybody listening or watching, this will be the next episode of the Black Letter Podcast on Litify. Thanks for joining us. Download us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. If you have questions or comments about the show, feel free to email me at tdunlap at dblawyers.com or visit blackletterstudio.com for notes and information on the podcast. And we'll put a link to the Litify website and any other notes or information that Terry wants to share with us on the Black Letter uh, website. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.